0: By grace I am redeemed, by grace I am restored, and now I freely walk into the arms of Christ my Lord. Hey everyone, welcome back to Theology and a Cup of Coffee. I'm your host, Chris Prosser. About a week or so ago on my Instagram story, I ran a poll to see if there was any interest at all in an episode basically where I would discuss the wildly popular TV show, The Chosen, you know, just sort of sharing some of my thoughts and opinions about the show. And we got a 100% yes response on that with the exception of one person who actually asked what is The Chosen. But nonetheless, I'm really excited to get into this episode sort of sharing Some of my thoughts about the show, answering questions like whether or not we should watch it, those sorts of things. And by the way, for those listening, I am always open to suggestions or requests in terms of topics and series for the show. So certainly do not be shy and feel free to reach out to me with your recommendations. So somehow, like if you are that one person who voted, what is The Chosen? If you have somehow not heard of The Chosen, here's how they describe their show. The Chosen is the first ever multi season TV show about the life of Jesus. Created outside of the Hollywood system, The Chosen allows us to see him through the eyes of those who knew him. The Chosen stays faithful to the Gospels and at the same time tells us a story that is in between the lines of scripture. And, you know, it is worth saying that quite impressively, this show has been 100% crowdfunded. And I believe it is one of the, if not the biggest, crowdfunded projects ever which is fascinating a specifically crowdfunded media project i think they qualify it by by sharing that so they just released their uh, season three premiere in theaters which my wife and i we actually did go see it and so the timing of this episode is really good and really what i'd like to get at today is not so much a critique of individual episodes maybe i'll do that later on in the future if there's you know interest in that sort of thing but I more so want to provide my thoughts about things like whether or not this is a show that Christians should watch. Like I said earlier, is this show a good tool that we could and should be using for our evangelism efforts, you know, when we're ministering to non believers, those sorts of things. And, you know, at the end of it, I just sort of want to share some observations I've made about the show itself and specifically how it's been received by the public and its fans and the implications that that might present. So before I get into my thoughts about the show itself, I want to be clear, I am not at all interested in engaging in this sort of speculation game that's going on surrounding The Chosen. I mean, there's a lot of rumors and reports about some of the cast and the crew of the show, and I've seen a lot of conflicting reports online concerning some of the actors, you know, things like being involved with a satanic cult or groups like the Jesuits, and at this point in time, I just don't feel comfortable or confident commenting on any of these sorts of accusations, namely because in my own reading, which again has been very limited on the topic, but I've only seen these types of claims sporadically and they're usually lacking any sort of convincing evidence. I'm not saying that any of these things are or are not true, but again, addressing these types of topics is not the point of this particular episode. There are plenty of people online who are doing that already. So, If you're more interested in some of the rumors and speculations around The Chosen, um, you're going to be disappointed with this episode. I would like to just focus on the actual show itself, like I've said a few times now. So first and foremost, a really important observation that I have is that in the show's description that I just read a couple moments ago, it states that its aim is to stay true to the Gospels while at the same time telling a story that is, quote, in between the lines. And the reason I bring this up at the outset is just to say that it's important that anyone who watches this show realizes that most of it is in fact creative license. And now what I mean by that is that maybe, and this is just a ballpark, this may be totally wrong, this is just my guess, maybe 65, 75%, if not more of each episode, while each episode is based on some sort of true story or some sort of true message from scripture, There's a ton of dialogue and interactions that are just nowhere to be found in the Bible. Now, that's not to say that these things didn't happen, but we just have no infallible authoritative way of knowing that for sure. And so one of the concerns that I have around that is that if people are watching the show, especially non-believers or very new believers, and they don't know anything about the Bible or they know very little about the Bible, they're going to lack the ability to discern what exactly from the show is scriptural and what is conjecture? And obviously, this can lead to some serious theological errors. Um, if you're basing what you know about Jesus based purely on a TV show and you're not doing any sort of reading in the source, which, again, is Scripture, then that can lead to some, some trouble down the line. And now, I'm not necessarily going, to, going as far as to say that I believe it's a sin to tell stories found in the Bible in a creative and engaging way. I'm, I'm not willing to make that statement, at least not at this point. So long as there's nothing present that, you know, outright contradicts or confuses the scriptures, but I do believe if Christians are going to engage and consume shows like The Chosen, they need to be biblically literate and very aware of the content presented. Now, you might be thinking, well, Chris, what if I'm showing it to a non-believer? And I'm going to touch on that here in a second. Well, Actually, I'm going to touch on it right now. My next point that I wanted to discuss is, is this a show that Christians should watch, or use in evangelism efforts. So we're going to get to the whole non-believer question here in just a second. So first, like I shared in the intro, I myself, I've actually watched most of, if not all of the episodes that The Chosen has released up to this point. Like I said, they just started their third season, and I believe, unless I'm mistaken, I have seen all the episodes that they've released up to this point. And now there have certainly been some episodes that I thought stuck a lot closer to the actual you know, details of what we have in the scriptures. But again, my estimate is probably 65 to 75% at least is conjecture, sort of creative license going on. And there's other episodes where I feel like they're leaning way too heavily into that creative license. But overall, there hasn't been anything up to this point where I felt the need, you know, to turn off my TV and yell blasphemy and rip my shirt off or something, you know, um, nothing like that. And I have not really watched every single episode, you know, with this critiquing eye. I more so watch the chosen myself for entertainment. I'm not watching it to get a lesson in theology. So I'm just saying on the surface, there doesn't really seem to be anything heretical or any sort of blatant false teaching or anything like that going on, which is a positive. So to answer the question as to whether or not a Christian should watch the show, I would say that it depends on their intentions behind it. So if you're like me and you're just happy to see some Christian-based content without all of the language and sexuality and violence of mainstream television, but at the same time, you don't have any intention of gleaning any knowledge of Jesus or refining your theology by watching the show, I would say it's okay to watch. So if I watch it again, I am watching it purely for entertainment. I'm not going to be watching it so I can sort of refine my theology. So I'm not convinced or at this point, again, not convicted that watching the show is a sinful act. However, you know, there are still four more seasons to be released. So I'm (laughs) don't hold on to that judgment too tightly. I might have to retract that statement later on. But up to this point at the recording of this episode. Um, I, I don't think that there's anything wrong with the show itself. A comment worth making here too, is that if in your conscience, you don't feel right about watching a show, you know, that includes things like conjecture and creative licensing concerning, you know, the stories presented in the Bible and the information that we have from the Bible about Jesus, then I think that you have your answer, you know, don't go against your conscience. But I'd also say on the back end of that, don't try to impose your conscience on your brothers and sisters in Christ who do not share that same conviction. That is to say, just because you might be bothered by it does not mean that you need to be on Facebook screaming at people calling them heretics or false converts simply because they like the, um, the show. So now moving on to the question of whether or not we should use this show as a tool for evangelism. I think this is a really important one. I think there are some pros and cons here. So for the pros, the show itself does encourage its viewers in the very first episode of the first season to read the gospel accounts for themselves. Again, the show reiterates the fact that there is some creative license going on and that if people want to know the divinely inspired authoritative account, they should just read the Bible. And I think that's great. Point people back to scripture. Another pro, at least in my mind, is it does give somewhat of a visualization of what the life and times of Jesus may have been like. And what I mean by that is, I do think that the show does a decent job at showing what the culture and political times were like, especially concerning the relationship between Jews and Gentiles and sort of the desperation going on at the time. And overall, it gives us a peek back into time into what living in first century uh, Palestine might have been like. Now, in terms of cons, First and foremost, I worry that the show focuses far too much on getting an emotional reaction from its crowd, which again, if you're dealing with a non-believer or even a new believer, we have to be careful. It's not that emotions need to be totally taken out of the equation. When you hear the gospel, and you hear that Christ loved you so, so much, and it was so dedicated to saving you, that he he lived a perfect life and then underwent the most brutal of executions, an execution that really you deserved. It would be odd to not have an emotional response to that. However, our emotions are subjective, and so I think it's really dangerous early on in a, in a convert's life, or especially in the life of a non believer who's maybe trying to explore these things for the first time. I think it's really dangerous to early on develop this tie between emotional response and your faith. I just think that's dangerous, and <clears throat> the whole emphasis on getting an emotional reaction is not. My just that's not just my opinion. The show is very open about this on all of their social media pages. And the reason I say that this can lead to trouble, just to sort of reiterate my point, is as humans, we are creatures who love to feel something emotionally because God has given us that unique ability to experience a whole wide range of emotions. And so if we begin to fall in love with Jesus because we're having an emotional reaction. From a TV show, which I will say, the Chosen they accomplished this goal. There's been a couple episodes, and, and I'm I'm man enough to admit there have been a couple episodes where I've shed some tears watching it because of how beautifully they tell the story. But my fear is that people may fall in love with the TV character Jesus, and and they fall in love actually more with the emotional response that they get from the show because they're feeling that, and then they totally just miss the real person of Jesus again. I'm not saying that emotions and faith do not go together. There is a proper context for that, but I don't think we should build our faith off of our emotional reactions because our emotional our emotional reactions, excuse me, are subjective and we don't want our faith to be subjective, right? We want our faith to be steady and sure in Christ. So my other main con is something that I've already mentioned. And that is if someone who isn't familiar with the Bible watches the show, they're not going to be able to discern what is biblical and what is made up for TV, which again can lead to some pretty serious theological problems. My advice concerning whether or not we should use this show as a tool for our evangelism is that if you're going to use it in that way, you need to be willing and be prepared to engage with the content. Uh, To say that another way, I I think you need to be able to point out what's biblical and what's been written for the show's storyline, and then be able to answer theological questions or explain certain significant scenes maybe that point to a, a significant theological truth and be able to point the people you're sharing the show with back to Scripture and be able to answer their questions. In other words, don't just recommend the chosen to your atheist neighbor and hope that they get the gospel out of it. Because to be frank, there are even atheists who enjoy the show and they, they keep up with the show, yet there remains no conviction of sin or any sense of a need of a savior. They just seem to enjoy, again, the TV character of Jesus and how he makes them feel inside when he's doing miracles and saying nice things. God has provided so many meanings, uh, means rather of grace for us to share the gospel, and I do think things like The Chosen can be an aid. However, No resource can or should replace the clear actions of the Great Commission, which are three things go, teach, and baptize. We cannot rely on a TV show to do the work that God has very clearly called us to do in Scripture. The last area I had some thoughts I wanted to share is around how the public, specifically the fans of the show, have received and sort of reacted to the show and just sort of some implications I think that are present. In terms of the fans, I understand that there is a lot of excitement because Christians, you know, we are not used to seeing high quality media productions that represent our faith values. And after watching the first few episodes of The Chosen when it originally came out a few years ago, I remember that I shared in that excitement. However, and there's always a however, right? I do think based on what I see pretty regularly online is that the line tends to get blurred between just enjoying a TV show for what it is. And idolatry. It's not like it's not uncommon. If you go to the chosen social media accounts and you read some of their comments, you will oftentimes see comments like, "Jesus is more real to me because of this show," or, "If that's what the real Jesus is like, then count me in." And by the way, these are direct quotes, so you're more than welcome to look up to ensure that I'm telling the truth. My goal here is not to be anti-chosen or to paint them in a bad light. I'm trying to be as objective as possible. But you can go read these sorts of comments all over their social media. And now I do think we should try to give these types of comments the benefit of the doubt and trust that hopefully there are some good intentions behind them. But nonetheless, they're concerning for a few reasons, primarily being that God and the gospel can never be more real to us or more authentic or more convincing to us than they are as presented in Holy Scripture. Scripture is the only true way for us to know anything at all about the life and the works of Jesus Christ and what those things mean for us. A TV show made by men, it might be fun to watch and might even at times evoke, like we talked about, an emotional response. However, we cannot confuse our emotional experience with objective truth, which is, again, only found in the scriptures. The bare bones definition of idolatry, by the way, is worshiping the created rather than the creator. And these types of comments, specifically the first one, lead me to believe that if viewers are not careful... Like I said earlier, they will end up falling in love with and idolizing a Jesus who is just a character on TV and not the real person who was born of a virgin, lived a perfect life, called us to repentance, and then died the most brutal death on our behalf. And at this point, I'm not meaning to sound like Mr. Negative, and I know most of what I've said so far seems like I am just totally anti-chosen, which I'm not intending, but I do want people to watch the show if they so choose to with a sober and discerning mind to share both sides. Again, my goal is to be objective as possible. I also recently saw a comment that said, and I'm just going to read this directly. I've read more passages in my Bible since I've been watching the chosen than I have in my 75 years on this earth. And all I can say to a comment like that is praise God for that. If the show is getting people into the word of God, there is absolutely no complaint at all that I can file against it. But we as humans, we have a tendency to take things that are otherwise not sinful, you know, like a TV show, and make them sinful. And we also tend to want the easy, more enjoyable path. And sometimes watching a beautifully made TV show is a lot easier than spending regular time in prayer and study of Scripture. Especially, you know, we we talk and... People sometimes joke about having to read books like Leviticus and those sorts of things, where it's just really challenging to see God and see what He wants the modern reader to to take away from that and how those things can sanctify us. They can sanctify us, nonetheless, but it takes work, and that's sort of my point. Is sometimes it's just easier to listen to our favorite pastor or to watch a TV show. And I talked about earlier how if we're going to recommend the show to others, we better be willing to engage and be active. And I really think that's what it comes down to. Don't use this show as a crutch to learn and know about Jesus. You can watch it if you want, but if if you watch it and then the back of your mind you're thinking, "Well, I don't really need to read my Bible today because I watched the chosen." I would say stay away from the show because it's it's too much of a temptation for you to stay out of the word. So to sort of summarize that, really my point on on the fans' side is that if you choose to watch the show, remember it is just entertainment. It is no substitute at all for scripture or scripture's own testimony. If you want to get to know the real Jesus and you want to encounter him in a saving way, read your Bible. So with all this said, what's the final conclusion? You know, what's the bottom line? Like I've hinted out, Throughout the episode, I am not anti-chosen, meaning that I don't think, like some others have suggested, that we should avoid this show like the plague. I, th- I think if you want to watch the show and even share it and use it as a tool to get conversations going, at the time of this recording, I think that's fine to do. But I am going to present a few catches. The catches are, one, that we should uh, be sure that we are only going to consume this content as entertainment and not a source of teaching or theology. That's not a bash at the show or the creators of the show. I just don't think leveraging media, specifically a show that, again, pr- predominantly is aimed at entertainment, I just don't think that's wise to seek counsel and teaching and use that as, a, as an authoritative source of theology when it's just a TV show. Catch number two is that if you're going to watch a show, be sure that you're not using it as a crutch or a replacement to actually studying the life of Jesus. That is a job for scripture. And if you can't find that balance, if you find yourself making excuses or justifying in your own mind, I would say don't watch the show at all until you have developed that spiritual discipline of spending steady time in the scriptures. And third catch here is if you're going to use the show as a tool for conversation starters, only do so if you are willing and prepared to engage those who you are sharing it with in a meaningful way that points them back to scripture. That means number one, first and foremost, you have to know your Bible. You have to know where the show deviates, so you need to be familiar with the episodes and be able to answer some questions or concerns that might come up as a result of watching the show. And you just need to be able to point these sorts of things out so you can prevent any sort of confusion with the people that you're sharing it with. Overall, I think some have been very quick to harshly condemn the show, and I believe for the most part some of the more harsh criticisms aren't necessarily warranted. But I do think all viewers should be cautious and discerning when watching the show, but that goes to any type of media that Christians consume. We should always be cautious because, you know, outright, and I'm not saying that this is happening in the chosen, but honestly, guys, the, the enemy loves to work through subtle means. And so if he can distract you or lead you astray through media, he will do it because you're not paying attention. (laughs) And so we have to be on guard, and that just is not applied only to The Chosen, like I said, but that is a good rule of thumb for any sort of media that you're consuming, whether it be music or otherwise. And again, I don't say that because of who is making the show or who's involved with it, but for the simple fact that The Chosen is not scripture itself. It is a TV show primarily created to entertain audiences, not disciple or teach them. And you know, that is going to do it for this episode. I hope there was something helpful for you in here. In terms of upcoming episodes, I'm putting together a three-part series on Moses and Jesus typology in the Gospel of Matthew, which I'm actually currently in the process of writing a paper for, uh, for one of my classes in seminary. So I thought I'd take that content and make some episodes out of it. Just because it's an incredibly interesting and edifying topic to kind of outline what to expect with those three episodes. In the first one, we're going to actually make our case for Moses typology, or I should say mosaic typology in Matthew's gospel, and explain what the heck even is typology in the first place. And then in the second half of that first episode, we will look at specifically the birth and infancy narratives where there's parallels between the life of Jesus and Moses, In the second episode, which will likely be our longest, we're going to take a very good look at the Sermon on the Mount, and we're specifically really going to try to get at what is the relationship between the law that was delivered from Moses and Jesus. Okay, we want to be able to answer that question because it's crucial we understand the relationship between Jesus and the law if we are to fully appreciate the gospel and what Jesus accomplished. And then in the third episode, we will talk about the mount of transfiguration where of course moses ascends up he has peter james and john with him and he's seen talking with moses and elijah in his glorified state and we'll have also a little segment in there about the great commission and some of the parallels between how these two great men of the bible passed the baton so to speak onto the next generation so this has been theology and a cup of coffee i'm chris prosser and i'll see you next time by grace I am redeemed.